This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International. With the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 706, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique standpoint, this unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story. And by the way, we're reading the one-year chronological Bible each and every day. That's more on a family basis, uh, a single-person basis in our private devotions. I recommend and I am suggesting and I am frankly telling people who know God, Jesus Christ is their Savior. If you have forsaken your devotional time, you will get deluded. A delusion will take you out. You will be deceived by wokeism and the blob of Beelzebub, which is wokeism, or deceptionism. I'm telling you, I'm telling you this as a fact. That's what's going to happen to you. And once that happens, uh, all bets are off as to where your life is going to go and end up. Because it will make you forsake God and Jesus Christ and all that you know is good and right. And, and nothing quite like this has happened really in the history of the world. The Bible talks about this. It's very clear. So the only way you combat lies from the devil is through the truth of God's word. I recommend and I strongly urge that those of you who you know you're saved, you need to read anywhere from three to five chapters a day. I think my wife and I read four chapters today. We read five on yesterday. Uh, so get the one-year chronological Bible. Get your wife, get your husband, get your children, whatever the case, and read the Bible. If you're living in sin, you're not going to want to read the Bible and you're not going to stick with it. So you can't live in sin and call yourself praying and reading the Bible. That's not going to work. And so through the chronological Bible, and we're reading it in this service at a much slower pace. My daughter, uh, Danielle Elizabeth Breedlove White, named after my great-great-grandmother. I guess my grandmother, my two grandmothers, wondered why they named any of my children after them, Gladys and Tempe. But uh, I, don't, I can't explain that. But uh, anyway, um, to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. That's what we're doing with the chronological Bible, and the present, and the future. Today, my beloved, we're reading 1 Kings chapter 14, 19, 
and 20. 1 Kings chapter 14, 19 and 20. And even at this time, it is such a pleasure and a blessing to be with you tonight, this morning. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for the powerful service, Lord, tonight, earlier service. I pray that the people who will hear it will take heed to it. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, even though it is late, grant us, Lord, your energy, strength, unction. Grant me your energy, strength, and unction. Your anointing and the freedom and the liberty and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to proclaim your Holy Gospel. And I pray, Lord, that lost souls would come to know you as Savior, live or on demand around the world. Lord, draw them to the messages as only you have and only you can. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. I still feel like singing. The Bible tells us that if you're born again, you're going to have a melody on your heart. Even if you can't sing. But you can make a joyful noise to the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, uh, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At 1 Kings chapter 14, 19, and 20. And the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he warred and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. And the days which Jeroboam reign were two and twenty years, and he slept with his fathers, and Nadab his son reigned in his stead. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, Lord, whether we read two verses or twenty verses, we give you the glory, praise, and honor for your powerful, amazing, holy word. Have it to find a lodging place in our hearts. Help us to meditate on it. Help us to understand it and to comprehend it and to obey it and apply it to our lives and to preach it to others. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, uh, family and devotional, service family members, my beloved, 
We turn now to Charles Haddon Spurgeon's magnificent work, devotional work, and from his book titled Evening and Morning. This is episode number 617. The Bible reads, They have dealt treacherously against the Lord. Hosea 5-7 Believer in Christ, here is a sorrowful truth. Thou art the beloved of the Lord, redeemed by His blood, called by grace, preserved in Christ Jesus our Lord, accepted in the Beloved, on thy way to heaven, and yet thou hast dealt treacherously with God, thy best friend treacherously with Jesus. Your own family members have dealt treacherously against God and against you. Whose thou art treacherously with the Holy Spirit, by whom thou hast been quickened unto life eternal, how treacherous you have been in the matter of vows and promises that you have made. Do you remember the love of your espousals? That happy time, the springtime of your spiritual life? Oh, how closely did you cling to your master then? You know, the honeymoon days, everybody who is born again and saved, and oh, we were not ashamed to carry a big old Bible. We were not ashamed to make sure we had gospel tracts and pamphlets in those early days with the Lord. We were, we were not ashamed to witness to everything and anything that moved for the Lord back in those days. How about it? He shall never charge me with indifference. My feet shall never grow slow in the way of his service. I will not suffer my heart to wander after other loves. In him is every store of sweetness ineffable. I give all up for my Lord Jesus' sake. Has it been so? Alas, if conscience speak, it will say, he who promised so well has performed most ill. And that's what the church has to say today. The so-called evangelical church, the so-called Baptist church, the so-called Protestant church. I don't even include the Catholics. God help us. Prayer has oftentimes been slurred. It has been short, but not sweet, brief, but not fervent. Communion with Christ has been forgotten. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Instead of a heavenly mind, there have been carnal cares, worldly vanities, and thoughts of evil. May God help us. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead. Instead of service, there has been disobedience. And disservice, and I'm adding the disservice, just had to say it. Instead of fervency, lukewarmness, go ahead, Spurgeon, go ahead. Instead of patience, petulance, 
Instead of faith, confidence in an arm of flesh, may God help us. And as a soldier of the cross, there has been cowardice. This is why I say every night, and I share with my children in a letter today, the saying, the motto of the Marines, simplify, always faithful. And I told my children in the letter, and I tell you, if the Marines can be faithful, always faithful to their nation, while in jail in Russia, and if we can't get a Marine out, we're in trouble. They're the ones that say we never leave a soldier behind. Excuse me, by the way. Okay. We're going to get a lesbian, a lying lesbian out, a woke lesbian out of Russia and leave a Marine behind who has been there longer than she has. Uh, Something's wrong with that picture, my friends. We don't have our priorities right. In a way. In a way. Disobedience and desertion to a very shameful degree. May God help us. Thou hast dealt treacherously. Treachery to Jesus. What words shall be used in denouncing it? Words little avail let our penitent thoughts execrate the sin which is so surely in us. Treacherous to thy wounds, O Jesus. Forgive us and let us not sin again. How shameful to be treacherous to him who never forgets us. But who this day stands with our names engraven on his breastplate before the eternal throne. May God help us. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for this great devotional written by your servant, he being dead, yet speaketh. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor because this describes right where we are today in the so-called church. Help us, Lord, in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Help us who say that we're saved to confess our sins and repent. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we shift over to the family verses. And uh, we are still in the verses that most of you women hate, but you ought to love. uh, That God commands you to submit to your husband to respect your husband, to love your husband, and to have the right attitude towards your husband. Ephesians 5:22-24, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. That is your ticket. That is your way to great peace, great joy, great everything in your life. But because of your pride and your stubbornness and your rebelliousness, you refuse to do it. And so therefore, you, ref- you don't get the favor and the blessings you could have gotten. That goes for every woman who disobeys this passage. Verse 23, For the husband is the head of the wife, 
even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. That's just the way it is, baby. That's just the way it is. You can huff and you can puff and you can try to rule over the man in your family and the men in your church all you want to. Just look around at the, at the disaster that you have helped to cause in family, your family. Your family is jacked up. Your family is a mess. But you insist on preaching to men on Wednesday night. <clears throat> your husband knows that he ought not to let you do it. He knows that he's in trouble for, with God. But you are a Jezebel and you withhold sex from him if he didn't let you do it. When you should be trying to reach out to your children. You should be trying to love your children. You should be trying to raise your children and take care of your husband. That's a job all by itself, baby. But you want to be the bigger boss. <clears throat> you want to be somebody important. You want to be a leader in the church. Preacher in the church. When your family is shot to hell. And everybody in the church knows it. And they're shot to hell because you didn't do your job as a wife and a mother. Look at me real good. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray. That's a fact. And this is church-wide across the country and around the globe. <clears throat> and America is the worst. You're Queen Jezebel and your husband is King Ahab. And these things, according to James, to use James, rather, ought not so to be. That's KJV right there. Verse 24, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, God gives you an example of how you ought to submit to your husband. So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Oh, you don't have a problem submitting to Christ, do you? <clears throat> I'm a grown, big old man. I don't have a problem submitting to Christ. And if I do uh, say something wrong or do something wrong, I'm quick to confess my sins to Christ and repent. That's real talk. Because I know what God can do. I know what Jesus Christ can do. And God and Jesus Christ, they don't play contrary to what you think. God and Jesus will tighten you up and help you to understand. Who's boss? In love. They ain't mad. See, see, you think that love is just you're going out on a date and you, you getting some flowers and you have not done your job. You walking out <clears throat> all done up in a nice dress that your husband just bought you and perfume and makeup and going out on a date and leaving your children with a blue and red and yellow hat person. You don't know what they are. Dishes. Filled up to the brim, house is nasty. Husband has not been taken care of. He's hoping that he can get a little loving, a little sex afterwards, 
But you know what you're going to do? You're going to come right back from that big old meal. Honey, I just had so much wonderful food. Thank you so much. I just don't feel like that. I got a headache now. Uh, I don't want to do I don't want to do that. I don't want to have sex with you, King Ahab. God gave you an example. We ought to submit ourselves to him in the church. And a wife ought to submit themselves under her husband just like we submit ourselves, every last one of us, to Christ in the church if we're saved. You're going to submit to Jesus now. Uh-oh. No, no, there's no co-submission to. Jesus does not submit to us. And therefore, honey child, even though you were told this by the sweet evangelicals, it's a lot of hell, your husband is not supposed to be submitting to you. Well, what about this verse right here that has nothing to do with marriage? No, it's your job to submit to him as he submits to Christ. And there's a hierarchy. There's a chain of command. And you need to follow it. Otherwise, you're going to lose out on all of the blessings and all of the favor that you could have had. Let's pray for... Uh, others, other families especially. Holy Father God, we pray tonight for the salvation of the families that are lost. And we pray that you will show them how to have a successful family through obeying your holy word found in Ephesians 5 and 6. And Lord, we pray for Christian families that they would get back to reading your holy word so that they can have a successful marriage and family. And Holy Father God, have mercy and grace upon those of us who say that we're saved, who name the name of Christ. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our wicked sins all of our wicked sins and help us to repent of them, including the sin of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. (coughs) (coughs) And Holy Father God, we do pray for the millions of people who are hurt by the coronavirus and other plagues and the plague of long continuance. Please comfort them and draw them to yourself for salvation. But we also pray Lord, for some by name, we pray for the family and friends of Idaho resident Janie Marie Sanchez Ponciano. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Texas resident Jose Durante. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of California resident Alfredo Medina. And Lord, we pray now for the thousands of people that have sent in prayer requests. Hear and answer all of their prayers and our prayers for them. And we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. Thank you for giving us the ability and the mind and the heart to pray for these people regarding their specific needs down through the years. And uh, we thank you for the thousands of answers to prayer. And we pray, Lord, for these few by name, as we have prayed for the others by name. We pray for Pastor Bushibi, and we join him in thanking you for the souls saved and people healed 
at Starlight Secondary School. Thank you for Brother Jackson Yatoli and his family giving them a land parcel entitled deed. Please bless Siddhendi Church with a place of worship and deliver Sister Agnita from demonic torment and deliver, deliver millions, Lord God in heaven, from demonic torment and save and comfort her family. Please bless them to start a church near Starlight Secondary School. Please provide for the women and youth conferences and bless the Bible school classes to resume next year. Provide them with Bibles for new souls that have gotten saved, the basics for orphans and widows, food and water and ministry resources, deliver Africa from drought and famine. We pray, Lord, for Brother Ray Williams, for the salvation of the perishing souls in India. (coughs) Help him to be the evangelist and the witness that you want him to be. We pray for Ravi. Please bless him with the donations he needs to make this Christmas event a success for your glory and to give clothes, food, water, shoes, and socks. We pray that you bless all people who are doing this kind of thing in this day and time and blankets to the poor children in Pakistan. We pray, Lord, for Jensen. Please bless him with the Holy Spirit's mighty anointings with all spiritual, physical, and soul blessings, divine intervention, protection, wisdom, connections, and wealth. Blessings. Bless him with anointings and gifts of the Holy Spirit, power of authority, and fruits of the Holy Spirit. Help him to do your ministry mightily in Jesus Christ's name. Deliver him from all curses and satanic evil works, and use him for your glory, praise, and honor. And Holy Father God, we pray for some new people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel uh, from this pulpit. And we pray that, and we pray for the thousands who have made a profession of faith in Christ from the preaching of the gospel as well. And we add Abdullah, John, Arif, Noella, and Phoebe. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to Christ. Duabisi, Savannah, Diana, and Aluchi, and Laura. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in our lives as well. And Lord, we pray that you'll save that soul that is nearest hell and reclaim the backslidden by the power of your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you missed the preaching of the gospel that I preached earlier, uh, then uh, hear this from the lips of the Lord Jesus Christ when he said the most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. Put the thing back up. To mankind when he said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Dear friend, if you want to be saved tonight, understand you need to be saved because you are a sinner. For the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You need to be saved because you are unsaved, you're lost, and you're on your way to a devil's burning hell forever, according to Jesus Christ. Yes, the same Jesus Christ who uttered these words, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that means perish in hell forever. You're not going to hear that from most preachers today. I didn't hear it when I was growing up, and my dad was a preacher and my mother was a preacher, but I never heard any preacher warn me that I'm going to hell. I heard the word hell, but I heard it like you. People saying, shut the hell up. Uh, people uh, saying, hell no and all of that, but I never heard anybody preach on hell and warn me that I was going to hell. And I have an attitude about that to this day. You know why? Because I could have died any day. It is a miracle that I didn't die. It's a miracle that some of my friends didn't die. Our parents didn't know where we were most of the time. All in the, all in the wrong places. In clubs with uh, Danny Boy shooting up people in his club and, and got beat up and then not not me, another Danny Boy. And then at a store that we frequented brought a rifle, double barrel shotgun and shot the man. We were in dangerous places just out riding our bicycles. We couldn't just ride on the road. We rode under in the water things where the water ran off at down in the big old cement holes and we, we couldn't just walk on the street and the sidewalk we would walk over what they call the trussle where the train would go over over the river many many times I could have died driving around and, and hydroplaning, not knowing what hydroplaning was and almost hitting uh, a transformer. And if I had died back then, if God did not have mercy and grace upon me, and, 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 and if I had died back then like my next door neighbor, Junior, who would have been in the NFL, he was a tank. Nobody wanted to tackle Junior. And nobody wanted to ta uh, for him to tackle them. Bone crushing. Very jovial and friendly. But he, he died in the river that we would go and play in. I'm his next door neighbor. I could have died too. And I would have gone straight to hell and did not even know it. I don't want that to happen to you, my friend, because it's going, it has happened to many people. 
And it's going to happen to many more if they don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. For Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead. So, dear friend, if you want to be saved tonight, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and call on his name. For the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Follow me in the sinner's prayer, believing in your heart that Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God who has taken away the sins of the world and he's taken away your sins. And the only thing you can do with Jesus is believe in him. Working for him is not going to save you. Giving money to him and to the church is not going to save you. Speaking in some unknown tongue is not going to save you. Shouting and running around the church and shaking the preacher's hand is not going to save you. None of these things can save you. They have nothing to do with the evidence of your salvation. Simply believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and he'll take it from there. He said, preacher, I hear you, but I want to clean myself up before I come to Jesus. You're going to be dead and in hell before that happens. The idea is that you come to Jesus and you let him clean you up. He'll help you get cleaned up. That's how that works. So follow me in prayer as we pray the sinner's prayer. If you want to get saved, if you're not sincere, don't pray the prayer. If you're not sincere, you don't need to try to believe in the Lord right now. If you're sincere, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're sincere, pray the sinner's prayer with me. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight from that awful place called hell and from the power of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil life and my evil lifestyle and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, then according to God's word, you're now saved.
congratulations. And to grow in the faith and to become strong in the faith, please go to gospellightsociety.com. Tap on my book titled, What to Do After I Enter Through the Door, because Jesus Christ said, I am the door. If you believed in him, you just walked through. Read this book, and it will give you the next steps on what you need to do to grow in the faith and to become a strong disciple. Also, go to gospelitesociety.com. And tap on the podcasts at the bottom of the page. And it will lead you to thousands of podcasts that have been done uh, with nearly 50 different subjects in theology and Bible. That all you have to do is relax and listen and not pay a dime and grow in the Lord. So do that, my dear friends. Email us and let us know that you got saved and uh, so that we can rejoice with you and pray for you. If you have a prayer request, please uh, send that in as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, may God bless you and God keep you. Uh, and pray without ceasing. Read the Word of God and remember the motto of the Marines, Simplify, Simplify Dallas. Always faithful. And if the Marines can be faithful to their nation, you can be faithful to God and Jesus Christ and heaven. And then remember the motto of the Air Force, uh, extension, Space Force, Semper Supra, always above. Keep your heart and mind stayed uh, always above on God and on Jesus Christ and on heaven, in heavenly places. And God will keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, as the music plays.